0: November the 26th to December the 2nd, 1910. The first three weeks of November have gone with such a rush that I have neglected my diary and can only patch it up from memory. The dates seem unimportant, but throughout the period the officers and men of the ship have been unremittingly busy. On arrival, the ship was cleared of all the shore party stores, including the huts, sledges, etc. Within five days, she was in dock. Bowers attacked the ship's stores, surveyed, relisted, and restored them, saving very much space by unstowing numerous cases and stowing the contents in the lazarette. Meanwhile, our good friend Miller attacked the leak and traced it to the stern. We found the false stern split, and in one case a whole board for a long stem through-bolt. Which was much too large for the bolt. Miller made the excellent job in overcoming this difficulty, which I expected, and since the ship has been afloat and loaded, the leak is found to be enormously reduced. The ship still leaks, but the amount of water entering is little more than one would expect in an old wooden vessel. The stream, which was visible and audible inside the stern, has been entirely stopped. Without steam, the leak can now be kept under with the hand pump by two daily efforts of a quarter of an hour to twenty minutes. As the ship was, and in her present heavily laden condition, it would certainly have taken three to four hours each day. Before the ship left dock, Bowers and Wyatt were at work again, in the shed, with a party of stevedores, sorting and relisting the shore party stores. Everything seems to have gone without a hitch, the various gifts and purchases made in New Zealand were collected. Butter, cheese, bacon, hams, some preserved meats, tongues. Meanwhile, the huts were erected on the waste ground beyond the harbour works. Everything was overhauled, sorted and marked afresh to prevent difficulty in the south. Davis, our excellent carpenter, Ford, Abbott and Keon, were employed in this work. The large Green tent was put up and proper supports made for it. When the ship came out of dock, she presented a scene of great industry. Officers and men of the ship, with a party of stevedores, were busy storing the holds. Miller's men were building horse stalls, caulking the decks, re-securing the deck-houses, putting in bolts and various small fittings. The engine-room staff and Anderson's people on the engines, scientists were stowing their laboratories, the cook refitting his galley, and so forth. Not a single spot, but had its band of workers.' "'We prepared to start our stowage much as follows. "'The main hold contains all the shore-party provisions and part of the huts. "'Above this on the main deck is packed in wonderfully close fashion "'the remainder of the wood of the huts, the sledges and travelling equipment, "'and the larger instruments and machines to be employed by the scientific people. "'This encroaches far on the men's space, "'but the extent has been determined by their own wish. "'They have requested, through Evans, that they should not be considered.' They were prepared to pick it anyhow, and a few cubic feet of space didn't matter. Such is their spirit. The men's space, such as it is, therefore, extends from the forehatch to the stem on the main deck. Under the forecastle are stalls for fifteen ponies, the maximum the space would hold. The narrow, irregular space in front is packed tight with fodder. Immediately behind the forecastle bulkhead is the small booby-hatch, the only entrance to the men's mess-deck in bad weather. Next comes the foremast, and between that and the forehatch, the galley and winch. On the port side of the forehatch are stalls for four ponies, a very stout wooden structure. Above the forehatch is the ice-house. We have managed to get three tons of ice, 162 carcasses of mutton and three carcasses of beef besides some boxes of sweetbreads and kidneys into this space the carcasses are stowed in tiers with wooden battens between the tiers it looks a triumph of orderly stowage and i have great hope that it will ensure fresh mutton throughout our winter